Hello. Hey. Hello. This is our sister show, The Cut of the Ball, where we bring you the weekly world of the weird that we found on the World Wide Web this week. Did you have no, add another W? I did. Here again. <laughs> yeah. I, I, sorry, my excitement in that art, the first article, Peterson, returning guest of the show, not friend of the show, just guest of the show. The woman who, who, divo- who married and divorced 18th century British soldier. She's back. She's back. And now he's stalking her. Feels like she's stalking me. <laughs> shit articles we have on her. <laughs> it's been a while, man. Yeah, it has been a little while, I suppose. A woman who diver- divorced a ghost lover claims the spectre is now stalking her after their breakup. Singer-songwriter Brocard from Oxfordshire fell in love with Eduardo, the ghost of a Victorian soldier in late 2021, when he appeared in her home. A year after she said they got married, she called quits on the relationship and accused the spirit of cheating on her. Possibly with Marilyn Monroe. She was at the wedding, wasn't she? He was obsessed with her, wasn't he? He was, and I would be too if I was an 18th century British soldier. Eduardo puzzles me, though. I don't think Eduardo was a particularly common name in Britain. No. He's foreign, isn't he? Yeah, but why is he in the British Army, then? I don't know. It throws up questions. Yeah. I don't think... You think that's the only thing (laughs) in this whole fucking fiasco that throws up a slight (laughs) bit of... "Mm, Gee, that's a bit of an odd name. You don't think the whole fucking story is bullshit anyway? I think she thinks she's a singer, I think she, songwriter, trying to get her name out there, uh, one way or a fucking other. I don't know. I think she might think it's real. Well, she might do because she's mental in the head. <laughs> <laughs> well, she called in an exorcist and was convinced Eduardo was gone for good, so treated herself to a trip to France. Here's the other thing: exorcists don't really exist so much nowadays. Yeah, any fucking psychic can claim to be an exorcist. Exactly, there's a, there's a shortage, wasn't there? We had an article. Oh, yeah, there was a shortage. Of exorcists. Not meeting demand. Because so. weren't we on about forming our own exorcist troop? Oh, we were going we to give people exorcism certificates. That's saying right. That they were now qualified to do it, remember? Yeah. Because yeah. we're the leading experts on uh, exorcism. We, we've certainly, certainly got a... a, a in that game, haven't we? Well, we figured anyone can say they're yeah. a leading expert in any field nowadays. Yeah, yeah. You just need to look say at, it. Look at Bigfoot hunters. They never yeah. caught one. Therefore, they're not experts, are they? No. But they are experts in yeah. field I've never research. said an alien, but I'm an alien, ex- I'm an alien expert. Mm-hmm. Mike's a ball lightning expert. <laughs> I've never seen it. <laughs> I've never seen it. I'm a Bigfoot expert. Yeah. Claire, where do you... What's your, what's your expertise? I don't know. We haven't really got one, are we? He's more of a jack of all trades. Yeah, bit of everything. Fair enough. Well, she went to Paris, right? And she meets another ghost named oh. Fabienne. That, that, that sounds. I'm surprised his name wasn't fucking Dave or something. <laughs> 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 Fabienne was hanging around near the Eiffel Tower. And he, when it followed her home, she became suspicious and her worst fears were later confirmed. It was Eduardo in disguise. No. <laughs> I bet he just had a fake moustache and a cape he pulled up. It was like proper Victorian. Oh, oh really bother her because he's a ghost. You can't see him. Hold on. Oh, she can see him. She can't see him. How did she, she know his name? 
She must. She's in a full-blown fucking. She must be seeing him. She must be talking to him. Yeah, she, went, she didn't see him, did she? Because that's why she was jealous of Marilyn Monroe and that. She didn't see Marilyn Monroe, did she? He told her that she he was there. Hold on, True. can I just break this down a minute? So she's gone to Paris. Next to the Eiffel Tower is stood Fabienne. the ghost of Fabienne, who she presumes presumably meets and introduces herself to because she obviously knows his name. No, she he sees a reflection of a Frenchman in a puddle. Right. Right. So she sees a reflection of a Frenchman called Fabienne in a puddle, but then realises it's not Fabienne, it's Eduardo. Oh. Yes. But Is how did she know? How did she know his name was Fabienne? Right, because if she was talking to him, surely she must have fucking right. seen through his bullshit. Very quickly. I'm going to quote what she said, Bracard. I was walking down the banks of the river in Seine, chasing the shadow of the Eiffel Tower, carrying under my umbrella as raindrops poured off it. And then it struck me, glistening in a puddle, the reflection of a French man. I tilted my umbrella back, but nobody was around. I looked back towards the puddle. The man was as clear as the ocean, which itself isn't that clear. <laughs> Not, even not on the French coast, it's not, let's put it that way. Certainly probably not doing the River Seine either, I imagine. <laughs> Carrying on the quote. A holiday romance with a Parisian ghost was surely too good to be true. He later revealed himself as Eduardo. It was a honey trap all along. I couldn't believe I'd been catfished by a ghost. Hold <laughs> on, I just... What? So, so she sees this. She guy. sees a reflection in the puddle of the Frenchman. She starts talking. But to it says talking. But it's, I assume she turns around behind her, starts talking. Has a little holiday fling. Has a little holiday fling. Turns out it was Eduardo all along. This is my point. How the fuck didn't she know it was Eduardo from the fucking get go? She was married to him for a year. Because he had a fake moustache. If I wore a fake moustache and went up to my ex-wife and I was like that. Ah, Oh, hello, my name is really Pierre. Would you like to suck on my penis? I'm sure she would know it was me. I'm sure she'd be like, Pete, fuck off. Well, that's because you just changed your fucking name to the French version of Peter. All right. Emmanuel, <laughs> then. He got creative and went fanny in. It wouldn't matter what my fucking name was. This woman is not easily... It's quite easily duped, let's just say that, isn't she? I mean, the ghost had a, clearly had a black and white stripy jumper on, string of onions around his neck, a beret, and a little bicycle, and she went, oh, a French ghost. But see, because it's Eduardo, he's an 18th century British soldier, those stereotypes are okay for him. So he dupes her like that. Here's my other problem with this as well, though, right? Ghosts can't fucking travel from one country to another. Who do you know? Because, have you ever watched Ghosts? I haven't. They're really. bound to their place where they've died, basically. They will be bound there until they have no more to the earth. Yeah, end. until they get sucked off up into heaven. Like Beetlejuice, they step outside, they the sandworms. Yeah, but they, they just get bounced back. <laughs> they get bounced back, yeah. so impossible. It's my only flaw. Well, bad news for Eduardo is he's become jealous now. He's only wants to date, she only wants to date men who still have a pulse... I cautiously started to go on dates with living humans, she said. I returned home from a date with a bunch of flowers and Eduardo thought it would be amusing to pull the heads off all the roses and scatter the petals on my bed. Aww. He's even learned to play Careless Whisper on the saxophone. Uh... I mean, at least I think it's him. 
the sound echoes in the distance sometimes. I'm taking a bath in candlelight. <laughs> Never gonna dance again. Guilty <laughs> feeling, got no rhythm. I can't believe she's got a date. I'm just blown away that she's still going on like the, like normal I'd dates. I date her. She's at least she's interesting. She's kind of hot as well. She's she's got goth chick vibe going, and she's, yeah, she's at, well least, pretty. at least she's interesting. Yeah. I mean, I've been on some god awful first dates. Imagine I've got this to talk about with her. It'd be worth the date. Exactly. <laughs> so Eduardo, why is he called Eduardo? Seems like a kilter for an 18th century British man to be called Eduardo. And then she'd probably tell me he was like Italian father or something like that. Yeah, something like yeah. that. She'll have all the answers. She will. He's getting really jealous of the fact I want to date a modern man. He knows I no longer find his uniform attractive, so he's still wearing a uniform. So he's going to extreme lengths to pull me in. He's even given himself a modern makeover and presented himself as a Ken doll. <laughs> she must be able to see him out of She can. Yeah. I thought I was going crazy when the image of him with cropped blonde hair and a pink suit appeared. I could tell it was him, though, as his gaunt, harrowed eyes locked into mine and slowly he merged back into a rugged Victorian soldier. A medium told me Eduardo would always be with me. And that's a thought I can't come to terms with. So you'd be banging her and you'd feel a presence. Up your ass. Possibly. You'd be like, Eduardo, get the fuck out. You're not watching this now. Go and get your musket. (laughs) I thought the last news was she'd exercised him. Not anymore, he's stalking on him. She tried that, Mike. Didn't work, did it? No. Oh, fuck it. That's going to rumble on, isn't it? She will be back. <laughs> no doubt. She's not as bad as Yuri Geller. <laughs> so that way. She's getting close though. No. Yeah. I'll pick this one for you, Mike. Lovely. First ever supercomputer simulation predicts when humans will become extinct on Earth. Next week? What the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> I bet it's not far off, mate. You might be pleasantly surprised. Mm. The team from the University of Bristol fed a supercomputer... Oh, the fine University in Bristol! <laughs> ...currently available data related to the Earth's climate as well as the tectonic plate movement, ocean chemistry and biology. It found that the world will look vastly different to how it is now. Due to the tectonic plates, continents would move all over the place and create a new supercontinent called Pangaea Ultima. Wouldn't that involve massive earthquakes and tsunamis if all the coastal plates started to shift? Over time, it does it slowly, doesn't it? I don't know. I'm, I'm, I'm I getting s- closer to the US every, you know, sort of centimetre yeah, or something be. like that. God, I hope not. Every year. I really hope not. How can't we do living next door to them fucking crazies? I mean, love you, listeners. <laughs> the newly emerged supercontinent would effectively create a triple whammy comprising the continentality effect. Hotter sun and more CO2 in the atmosphere of increasing heat for much of the planet the result is mostly hostile environment, devoid of food and water sources for mammals. Widespread temperatures are between 40 to 50 degrees, and even greater daily extremes compounded by high levels of humidity would ultimately seal our fate. I'd be dead in a week. Mm. 40 to 50 with massive humidity, dead in a week. Only 8 to 16% of the land would be habitable for mammals when this supercontinent forms. 
and humans would seriously struggle to adapt to the new climate extremes. But apparently it's not going to happen for another 250 million years. Yay! We're going to survive, but the Earth's going to survive a bit longer. But what about my great, 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 No, I'm joking. It's us that won't. All right, then. Humans have 250 million years left in us. It's bollocks, isn't it? It's obviously not taken into account. It's the AI. It's a supercomputer. Doesn't mean it's right, does it? It's tricking us into a false security. Hey, don't worry, guys. You've got another 250 million years at least, and then it kills us all next week. Exactly, there's so many factors. It hasn't factored in AI, it hasn't factored in asteroids. Or crazies with nukes. Yep. Yeah. That North Korean nuclear submarine, there's no sinking in a couple of weeks. I'm just worried about the fact that Kim and fucking Putin have been shaking hands this last week. It's only because he needs fucking ammunition and antiquated Soviet gear. Yeah, but they're swapping shit, aren't they? So he's going to give... Kim Jong-un the fucking ability to fire his rockets a bit better they'll get food if anything mm, we'll see they'll get grain oh come on it's North Korea what are they going to do what are they going to do come on <laughs> <laughs> they could do a lot of things they could yeah. nuke Japan they nuke could South Korea they could, and not without facing massive nuclear retaliation on themselves, which they can't that. stop. But by that time, that's it. He cares well, about his people. Fucking in disarray, then, isn't it? Yeah. Then why do it if you don't? Why be king of the ashes? There's no point being king of the ashes. He's fucking crazy, mate. There's no point being king of the ashes. There isn't. You got nothing. He doesn't care. He's crazy. Oh, I'm sorry. Even the craziest guys are going to be king of nothing. Some it's like saying about... Like oh, saying, don't you start quoting fucking the Joker at me. That's like <laughs> saying, like, don't blow yourself up because you ain't going to get 72 virgins. They fucking believe it in their heads they're going to get 72 virgins if they blow themselves up for the greater course. Yeah, but this is, we're not talking like one person here blowing themselves up. We're talking someone starting a nuclear war. It's the same he don't thing, give a it? shit, though. It's just a scaled up. But he don't give a shit. He's like, I don't give a fuck. I'll be fine in my little fucking bubble that he thinks he's safe in. No, That's my point. Look, he there's doesn't nothing care. to rule. But he doesn't care. He's crazy. That's uh, he, he doesn't care. He wants power. He's a narcissist. He wants adoration. He'll adore, he'll adore himself quite happily if he's the only man left alive. Oh, I don't know. He might get provoked. They always want more. These people, and if they can't get more, what's the point? That's scorched earth, isn't it? No, they always want more. There's always more, more money. Israel's more. got a scorched earth policy. The problem is, he's crazy enough to believe that he could, he could get away with doing what he'd do and still have like a, an amazing life and earth. And he, He's crazy enough to believe that he could just do it and it will be fucking sunshine and flowers at the end of it. Now, he knows what these things can do. Everyone knows what these things can do. There's a whole, whole set of... We have to develop a whole set of morality laws about these things. As a species. He cares about morality. Yeah, but he's, he knows there's, there's no end game to it. There's nothing. What if he's threatened? He, he's, his rules threatened? It's either nuke or give up. Kill or be killed. Using on your own people is one thing. Using on a foreign nation with powerful mates is a different matter. I'm on about if it's a dying, his dying breath. Yeah, he's just revenge. Crazy, isn't he? Yeah. What, what for? What do you mean? What for revenge? 
We're take, going to take him out or something in the, fu- in the future. You don't know what's going to happen. Oh, he maybe he would launch in that scenario. Yeah. But, <laughs> but, you know, you, you t- you'd have special forces capturing their launch silos on the first day, <laughs> oh, wouldn't yeah. you? On the first day of the invasion, the ones you don't know number about? one priority is taking out his nuclear arsenal. What the ones you don't know about? Right, I mean, they got in reality. Yeah, you know, he's probably got about five or six if tops. The Russians give him subs and things, and they won't give him nukes. Not that crazy. <laughs> I don't know. Putin's desperate. We'll see and find out when we. I suppose Putin's desperate. He's going to give away a lot more than he ever would have wanted to. I they imagine. just need fucking vintage Soviet fucking ammunition and tanks and tank spares. They're probably going to have to pay a lot for it, though. That's my point. Because they're throwing out T fifty fives in into Ukraine right now, and they're getting blown up. Blown apart. And guess, guess when the T fifty five came out? Just after the Second World War. Nineteen fifty five. Yeah. It's not new. It's not new kit. They don't their reserves. Oh, well, moving yeah, on. Anyway. Moving on. Emotional support alligator denied entry into baseball stadium. I'm kind of not surprised. Just put the headline alone. <laughs> Emotional support alligator. <laughs> Doesn't go, does it? No. Emotional support. Fucking dog, yeah. Cat, yeah. Alligator, hmm. So, fans were surprised to see an alligator turn up to the Philadelphia Phillies baseball match with its owner. Joey Henry has said that they were there to meet players in an arranged visit, but will have to go another time. Oh, no. Oh, he's got sunglasses on. Oh, look at him there. He's not massive. He's only about four foot long. Oh, he looks cute. (laughs) He does. He doesn't look like he'd rip your arm off with one bite, does he's he? He's called Wally. Come on. All right, fair enough. He's called Wally. If you want to follow them on Instagram, Wally Gator R N J O I E forward slash Instagram. There you go. He's okay, Mike. Carry on. That's not exactly small. So Wally sorry, or Wally Gator is considered a sport animal, and he has tens of thousands of followers on social media, where he's um, often being seen hug, hug, hugging and kissing his followers on people. <laughs> it's all very well until he puts a baby's head in his mouth. <laughs> his, his head is like we're looking at a picture of him, like you know, right it, next to this lady's head. His head's the same size as hers. Yeah. Could go horribly wrong. It could do, couldn't it? Yeah, <laughs> every yeah. every time you do this, it's a gamble. <laughs> I, I'm quite like open, white, I bloody shocked by it in a way. Well, speaking to Sky News, Mr. Hen- Henry said they had not gone to watch the match, but they were due to meet the players. But by the time they'd arrived, the team were busy warming up. And he says it's no big deal. And they sim- simply turned around and went home. So if it's no big deal, why is it in the newspapers then? Yeah. Of course, it's weird, isn't it? He got delayed so he couldn't meet the players. Alligator, it's it's quite strange, isn't it? Yeah. I mean, it's kind of cute, Wally. He's kind of cute. With those big silly glasses on. But at the same time, you know that one day he's going to rip off a baby's head in public. (laughs) And that's the real tragedy here. It's quite possible. Because it's going to happen. Yeah, I, I don't think it's appropriate to take him to a ball game. No. If you put a band around his mouth, that's okay. Yeah, yeah, if, he, if he's muzzled. Yeah. But in the shots that I've seen but, so far, he doesn't look muzzled. No, no, no. No, he does not. I don't, really, I don't know if I agree with muzzling or not anyway. So you just don't Alligators, have the, I believe. Just don't have the emotional support. Alligator, <laughs> just let's not be daft with these things. 
Yeah, we'll accept a dog, cat, or tiny goat. But why, have they, why have they called it an emotional support alligator? To make it a piece of news because I without know, that in front of it, it's just you he, turned up with an alligator. He can't, go, he can't go anywhere without his alligator. <laughs> Redonkulous. Okay, this is a, a weird one. A Newcastle man released after 18 years in jail for trying to steal coat and phone. So someone's jacket and a phone. Yeah. He's been in jail for 18 years. Travesty, yeah. It's not just him. A prisoner who was initially handed a 15-month sentence after being found guilty of attempting to steal a coat and mobile phone has been released 18 years later. 15-month sentence? He spent 18 years? This is in Britain? Yeah. Danny Weatherson, 35, from Newcastle, was just 17 years old and he was jailed and was told he should only serve 15 months in prison. However, he was handed an imprisonment for public protection sentence, or an IPP, which meant it was down to the discretion of the parole board to decide whether he was a risk to the public and therefore had no confirmed release date. Incredible, isn't it? He is finally released 18 years later, and upon leaving prison, he told ITV News Time Tease, he wanted an apology and compensation. <laughs> I'm not surprised. Fuck <laughs> no. He said, Danny did, I would like an apology and I think I should get compensation, but I think I should make it right by helping IPPs, not just let them out and nothing and getting IPPs out of prison. We don't deserve to be there for that length of time. They've admitted it was a wrong sentence to give out and it's been abolished in 2012, so why are prisoners still in jail today suffering? Now, the Ministry of Justice said that they were continuing to help those on IPP sentences progress towards release, but said public protection was their top priority. <laughs> Steal a coat and a phone. But, and was a nutter was he? But, my he point got, is, he's getting assessed every fucking year, six months or whatever, right? So they're obviously deeming him not to be fit to be released to the public. He's obviously got a fucking attitude. I don't give a shit what attitude he's got. He tries to nick a coat and a phone. Yeah. No one deserves 18 years. Do you wait until he kills someone? No, but you don't know what, you don't know what else. He, yeah. there's, there's no evidence There's no context. No, but he's saying that, you know... If he has any, you can't just... That's thought crimes. Not at all. Or you might kill if someone. He's, um, if, they're de- if they're deeming him a, a, a threat to the public... In what way is he a threat to the public? You don't know. He might have done that to start with. If his attitude hasn't improved, he's, he's getting <laughs> fights in prison in, in the prison. There's nothing saying that, isn't there? Saying I'm really they're not saying anything against either. They're, they're no. not giving any information about. You want you're happy to ban XL bullies, but this guy could I'm not be happy to ban could, XL this guy could be a prick, and they've kept him in because he is a prick. You said public he... safety to me. That's what you said. We should ban them because of public safety. No, I didn't. I said if. They continue to cause a problem, then yes. You said public safety. Of course you it said is, that it is, it. yeah. Well, how do you know that he's not a threat? He to stole public? a coat and a phone. Mate, yes, That's 17 what he years was ago. For. That's what he, he was caught for. prison for 18 years for that. No, I think he should get his 15 months. Well, there you go. But then. if he's a. If he could be a prick, if his attitude doesn't improve, <laughs> if he's getting assessed and they think. No, they, they, if he's getting assessed by psychiatrists or whoever does a parole board and they think, you know what, I think this guy could be a nutcase. The thing is, he, he might have been a right obtuse little bastard in courts, right? He might have been. And they might have been like, right, you've got a 15 month sentence of the crime, but we're sticking you on this IPP thing because 
you're 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 not right in the head kind of thing. You only got I don't care what you say. That. You can't you can't justify eighteen years for stealing a coat and a phone. No, but that's not the yeah. But if you that's go, that's not the start. That's not the sentence, is it? They wouldn't have kept him in for that. They've kept him in. He's for probably what? had previous mice. Quite and a few. You don't know GBA, and you know he's probably had fights in prison. If he wants, if he's going to go and sue the Ministry of Justice, he ain't going to go nowhere. They've kept him in for a reason. They have. They ain't going to keep him in prison 40 fucking grand a year when they're trying to get rid of prisoners. If anyone that's, that's good enough to be released, they're releasing them early because they have a shortage of fucking cells in prisons. That's a fact. They're not going to keep somebody in for 18 years for stealing a coat and a fucking Well, they have done. That's no. the point. They, he'd have had his 15-month sentence for that, which he served. But at the end of that 15 months... When parole comes along, because when you're on IPP, you have to get parole. Just like if you were a murderer and we you don't know what else he's done. If, he's, if, he, if he's obviously if he's murdered somebody in prison, then that's different. But that, what I'm saying but The is, only evidence we've got is that he's stolen a coat and but a phone. They, they would have, he would have been in front of a board each, each time. They've obviously felt reason to deem him unfit. Well, I disagree with that reason. But Wait, you don't see, know what reason what, they've oh, used exactly, to. Do that's to, the thing. There's no context in this, is there? There isn't. So you can't... But on least, that evidence, it just, yeah. it just seems crazy. I know it? what you mean, but obviously yeah. there's something more to it that he's not disclosing because this is his smearing article because that's what he's trying to... He's, well, even the Ministry of Justice admit that they abolished it in 2012. So yeah, they looked at all the prisoners then and said, look... Yeah. Yeah. And be reviewed. Fucking insane. And if he was so deemed an arsehole... What do you mean deemed an arsehole? Because <laughs> you're an arsehole doesn't mean you get to... Deemed a criminally, potentially criminally offensive arsehole? If they're looking at you and going, your behaviour hasn't improved in the time you've been in it, yeah? All you've done is you're get not rehabilitated. Involved, get involved with like, gangs But we don't know, there's no context and, to no, it. No, you don't know, but speculation, yeah. But, yeah. It's a weird one. And the criminal justice system is fucked. Yeah, Let's face it. So. Yeah. Pedos get fucking a few years and things like that of like, and then you'll get someone that will rob a couple of fucking things from the shop a few times and they'll get fucking fifteen year sentence because it's the third time they've been caught robbing or yeah and but yet the pedo raped a child might get three or four years things like that well, that's where our fucking criminal justice system is fucked. It's, it's, yeah. There's a lot of it's just it's an overswamp system because of society's a bit society's crap. I know people that. I mean, even, even football violence is on the rise again because. Mm. Why? Because life's shit, so people are going to beat each other up at a football match. But I know people that have gone to prison longer for drugs and things like that than people that have gone for raping children. Yeah, it's simple it, as that. I can believe it. And you, yeah. when you think in context, fuck, what is worse? Our whole society's <clears throat> broken, mate. This is just one part of it. Yeah. Just enjoy the fall of Rome with Wi-Fi. <laughs> Sit back, take it all in, watch a beautiful sunset, drink a fine glass of wine. Remember that one day, regardless of what happens, it's all going to end. Yep. Memento mori. Mm. Nice. Moving on. Yep. Man found completely mummified just 16 days after he was last seen alive. That's a bit fucking weird, isn't it? Yeah. Investigators have been left puzzled after finding a man's body 
in a stage of complete mummification just 16 days after he was last seen alive. The man was found alongside a railway line in Bulgaria on the 3rd of September. Identity checks later found out he was 34 when he died with a history of alcoholism and was last seen alive on the 16th of August. However, his insides have been reduced to, quote, structuralist masses and case workers have been able to explain how the body reached such an advanced state of mummification so quickly. You been hot over there? Yeah. Apparently not. It's got scientists fascinated though. The reports authors revealed that the skin surface showed coloration ranging from light to dark brown and it was hard and leathery. The internal examination of the body showed that the internal organs in the cranial thoracic and abdominal cavities are decayed into dried brownish black masses. Wow. Here's the thing though. Was he seen 16 days earlier? Was he seen alive or was it somebody that just looked like him? He, has he been missing for six months really? It's one of those, isn't it? It usually takes several weeks to six to 12 months for mummification. There you go. Yeah. But the temp, only in extreme heat that is though. The temperature in Sofia has ranged from, ranged from 16 to 33 degrees Celsius mm. in the time period, which scientists said is not hot enough. However, they, expect, they speculated that passing trains could have created a windy environment that could have contributed to drying out the body, causing bodily fluids to evaporate. Makes sense. But also... But it still I, remains a mystery. Aliens. But there is a chance that he wasn't seen 16 days prior to that. It was a misidentification. Maybe. Bit of a drifter, isn't he? Alcoholic drifter. He could have been missing for months, maybe. And someone said, Oh no, but I seen old Bill last week. What are you on about? Yeah. Fucking didn't. It was just a doppelganger. Aliens. Maybe. Aliens, Probably clearly. Aliens. It's got the aliens. <sighs> wind, wind of the trains drying him out. Misidentification. Ball, or ball lightning. Which one's more fun? Where's ball lightning? He could have been struck by ball yeah, lightning uh, and been. instantly mummified by the by the heat of the electricity. Turned his insides into soup. Yeah. And then that all disappeared very quickly, which enabled the mummification process to run a lot faster. Mm, he does look quite charred, doesn't he? He does a bit, yeah. That's um, all the diesel smell fumes, windy nastiness from all the trains. Passing him for the past five months whilst he's been missing that nobody realised. Or aliens. What about if I throw in Bigfoot to sweeten the deal? <laughs> well, so, if I, I'm, I'm starting to get on board with this. Uh, <laughs> alien Bigfoot, they teamed up, didn't they? Yeah, they teamed up. They yeah. Alien Bigfoot team up. That's what happened. Yeah. You heard it here first, guys. So the man has died. That is a strange one, though, isn't it? That, yeah. definitely. Okay, and finally. Oh, I fucking saw this, you know. And I was like, oh, that's, that's sweet. We were, we're being light and fluffy. Okay, so here is a really unusual one. So crocodiles save a dog that was stranded in a river instead of eating it. Impossibly the case of emotional empathy. Ah, even see, maybe um, emotional support alligators are a thing. Well, then maybe, yeah. yeah. So this. The giant reptile have a reputation of being opportunistic predators. Clearly, we all know that. Yep. But choose to nudge the dog to safety in what scientists may be uh, sentient behaviour suggests of cross-species empathy. Well, 
that's kind of amazing actually is, that, that, that almost really does bring almost a tear to your eye doesn't it it's yeah. like wow so the report published in journal of threatened, threatened taxa, taxa outlines that's a, I wasn't expecting the journal outlines should be a comma in there I wasn't expecting that to be a title of a journal so anyway so they say about how the young dog was observed being chased by a pack of feral dogs and entered the shallow waters of Zafitri River in India's Maharashtra Tra. Ma- Ma- Maharashtra you wrote Maharashtra yeah, yeah that'll do the dog had not spotted the three mugger crocodiles floating nearby, which began edging closer to what happened to be certain prey. Uh, sorry, what appeared to be certain prey. The adult reptiles, described by the Wildlife Institute of India as opportunistic predators, instead pushed the dog to safety using their snouts, then even guided him into the area of a riverbank that wasn't occupied by the feral pack allowing the dog to make a safe escape on land. Fucking hell. Crazy I'm surprised, enough. like... Uh, oh, the extra little tidbit of that would have been if the crocodiles got out and, like, stood guard and were like, was like, come on, feral dogs, bring it on, kind of thing. That would be... Come in the got... water, we were better there. <laughs> I, I'm surprised there was two. One, you know, being quite empathetic. Three. Three. Three, Three. Yeah. Three crocs yeah. came over and... Edged him in. Yeah, nudged him. To that's, that's pretty amazing. These um, things have got just sixteen feet long. They're no, they're no little things. It's a couple of couple of bites each from. You couldn't take that one on the plane. Maybe that's what it was. Oh. They, maybe they were trying to use him as bait nah. to get the pack, the feral pack. to get the pack of feral dogs <laughs> no, in because they no. thought, do you know what? It's a snack, but there's a, there's a, there's four or five of them over there. Yeah, uh, it's lure them over. See if they'll come into the water and chase over it. Yeah, that's Pete, what they were fucking no, doing. Pete, I'm gonna, I'm gonna choose to believe in good here. No, I, I don't think I've just. And the worst thing is, I think you're saying that because you realise that what I'm saying actually makes complete sense. I'm choosing, they were probably being really fucking to savvy. In good. They were like, hell on, we could have one or we could have six. Mm. <laughs> I, I, I think that. It's cross. I, I love the fact that it could be cross species empathy. It maybe, could well be. maybe alligators and crocs aren't as heartless as we think. Mm-hmm. Maybe there's something there. We've all got a reptile brain. We've all got a little bit of our brain that does the. Well, they call the reptile brain. It isn't. Um, no, but I mean. The odd the I don't know. It could be. Yeah, one of them. It's only because it sounds like garter, it sounds like gator. Yeah. The only reason why I've well, put that connection. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to end on a light and fluffy note. I think this is light and fluffy. Let's hope it is, eh? Hey? Oh, it's lovely. I think so. Yep. So, right, let's end the show. I've been Ben. Thanks very much for listening. Follow us on Facebook at Cutting to the Bull in the Post Truth Apocalypse. YouTube is Apocalypse Ball and Spotify and SoundCloud. Shit. Uh, Cutting to the Ball in the PTA. Dungeon of Favorite, Dungeon of Cult. And also, shit, I forgot what I was going to say. Boom. Well done. I'm Mike. Thanks for listening. Peace out. May the force be with you. And I've been Pete. What's it called? And I've been Pete. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Emotional Pete. support alligator. Emotional support alligator. No, I'm out. I'm good to even look at it. And I've been Pete. We all love dogs, even, even crocs, apparently. <laughs> <laughs>